Thank you all for tuning in. The following is a presentation of Bald Spots Productions. Be sure to like, comment, and share. You know, subscribe, follow, whatever it is you've got to do to kick that algorithm into gear and help us reach more people. Yes, it is I, your humble host, Bill Hatch III, coming to you from the Palatial Home Studios of Bald Spots Productions here in the beautiful city of Malden, Missouri. Joining me from a more than acceptable safe social distance today is my guest, Bracca Katz. How are you doing, Bracca? Wonderful. Happy to be here. Yeah, it's great to have you once again. And you are in uh, the, uh, the, the land of Israel, are you not? Yeah, I just got here today. It's unbelievable that wow. I'm doing this. Yeah, I just set up my computer and the mic and everything got set up. I, ju <laughs> I just arrived. Yes, it's amazing. Wow. I left, okay, great. I left on a on a Monday night and I got here Thursday morning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that's uh, that's awesome. You must be uh, you must be tired for all the travel. I, I am, but I'm, I'm totally psyched to do this, you know. Also, it's keeping me up a little bit later because um, otherwise I want to get like on the new time zone, you know. So I said, this is going to keep me mm -hmm. awake. So here I am. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> well, we won't keep you awake for too much longer. But uh, um, no, uh, uh, this is not your first time on the show. The last time we had you on uh, um, the the uh, the regular show with uh, um, Tony Tony Salimi. That's and, right. Uh, um, which was uh, yeah, which was a lot of fun. That was a great episode. Um, and when I saw you were on uh, going to be on again, I got really excited because uh, you're a wonderful guest. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but, uh, um, well, uh, you know, the, uh, the first question I ask uh, now is, uh, um, what are you reading? Oh, my goodness. What am I reading? Who are you reading? What are you reading right now? I'm are so you not. anything? The crazy thing you would think. <laughs> no, <laughs> really. You would think an author would be into reading, but I'm not. I'm I'm not a reader. I'm such oh, wow. a no. I'm a slow reader because the minute I start uh -huh. reading something, my mind goes off in some creative direction, and I forget what I wherever I was. <laughs> so, truthfully, I haven't. I haven't progressed beyond picture books, which is what most of my books are. Those are my favorite <laughs> books to read. Yes. Yeah. Those That's are funny. really. Well, there, there's nothing wrong with that. I, I do the same thing when I read. Um, you know, my, my mind goes wandering off. I have to, I have to pinch myself to keep focus on, uh, on what I'm reading. Because yeah. uh, uh, right now I'm, uh, I'm going back to school. And uh, oh. um, and uh, so I'm reading uh, I'm reading books for school primarily. Um, I have uh, a book called The Mission of God, and uh, um, and then uh, the other one is Transforming Mission because I'm uh, I, the class I'm working on right now is a missions class. And wow! So, <laughs> wow! Wait a minute! I'm really interested. Yeah. What are you What are you studying to be? Well, uh, I'm studying to get a uh, what's called a Master's of Divinity, 
Um, the focus is in uh, marketplace ministry, which wow. the uh, um, the focus is to uh, is to bring all of this great information into the marketplace, into uh, into business, because that's my background is business. Oh and, my gosh, uh, um, I love so, this. Uh, um, Oh, I'm, 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 I'm going so, yeah. to make this about you. How did you get into this idea? No, I'm, I'm, I'm fascinated um, by this. A, a friend know? of mine, a friend okay. of mine who uh, um, used to be on the show before he moved um, and uh, um, named, uh, named Stephen, uh, Steve, what's Steve's last name? I don't know. I don't remember. It's Steve. Uh, <laughs> um, he's also going to uh, to seminary, but he's going to a different school. Um, he called me up and said, "Bill, I found this great program that you know the Holy Spirit says it's all about you." And uh, um, and so uh, so I checked it out, and uh, um, and uh, yeah, it looked really interesting. It combines the the. Um, the normal Bible stuff with uh, with some business classes and uh, um, and there's journalism and leadership and all sorts of uh, great stuff. Wonderful. So, uh, um, so yeah, it's uh, it's going to be pretty cool. Wonderful. Now I got to ask <laughs> you, what is God's mission? God's mission is to spread His word around the world to everyone. Mm-hmm. Got it. Um, you know, it's uh, um, it, it's really interesting because we're starting in the Old Testament, and uh, um, you know, and talking, and it's hard to find stuff that talks about that's mission focused in the Old Testament, but it's there, and uh -huh. uh, um, you know, uh, um, you know, it's uh, uh, it's it's not as easy, you know, like in the New Testament, it, it talks about. You know, mission stuff, you know, going out and spreading the word all over the place. You, you can't help but find it. But you, uh, in the Old yeah. Testament, um, you know, we have to find in the Psalms and in Isaiah. Um, yep. And you really have to read in depth into it. You are so right. You know why? So I call what you call the Old Testament, I call it the Hebrew Bible. <laughs> yeah, that's what we call it. Right. And... And here's the thing. The Tanakh? Yes, the Tanakh. Beautiful. I think it's the beautiful. Word beautiful. That's <laughs> right. And 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 the reason why it's hard to find things in it, like what you're looking for, most people don't know this, is that it's written in code. It's not very mm. out there. In other words, it's written right. so that you have to put a lot of effort in to to get the treasures out. It's not just right there right. on the surface. Um, some things are on the surface, but for other things you need to dig. And also, we we it's written in code because it comes along with what we call the oral, the oral tradition. So. A lot of the things are not explained, like the Sabbath. What are you supposed to do on the Sabbath? It doesn't go into detail in the Hebrew Bible what we're supposed to be doing. And that's what the oral tradition 
explains in depth. So it's, it's like, that's just one example, but there's so much about the Hebrew Bible that is not readily apparent. It's filled with depth, but you can't just get it through a surface reading of it at all. And, and right. there's, and yeah. there's ancient mystical traditions also ancient mystical teachings and that's called the Kabbalah. So the Kabbalah is also another part. And then there's something called Midrashim, which are stories, which also are not found right. in, in the basic text. So there's a lot of other material yeah. besides the Tanakh, which in a lot of ways is written in a coded form. Yeah, it's uh, it's really interesting to get into some of that uh, other stuff. Some of it, some of it's kind of the some of the stuff, especially in the Kabbalah, is uh, is is kind of out there. <laughs> Most people yes. aren't uh, aren't prepared to read that, but yeah. Uh, um, but yeah, um, yeah, I've I've heard about uh, quite a bit of uh, of that. No, I get to uh, I get to write a research paper, which I'm writing on. Uh, um, on uh, Genesis 9:27, that's wow. where I'm getting started, uh, which wow. is the uh, uh, the blessing of Noah to uh, uh, to Japheth, to his son Japheth, and uh, that Japheth will dwell in the tents of Shem. And right. uh, um, you know, basically, I'm looking at it from the uh, uh, from the point of view that that means because because the Gentiles are the uh, um, are the, uh, the the descendants of Japheth. Um, right. That we get to dwell in the in the with the um, with the Shemites or Semites, yes. Yes. Um, the uh, the descendants of Shem, um, the uh, the house of Israel, and share yes. in their blessings. Exactly. And uh, um, and so uh, so I'm looking at it from that, and uh, um, and I've got some verses from uh, Isaiah and Jeremiah and. Uh, um, yeah, and it's uh, it's only going to be ten pages, but uh, I'm really excited wow. about it because I've always uh, I've always really liked the the blessing of uh, of Jay, the uh, blessing um, because it, it includes us and it's something that most people don't look at. Exactly. Um, they, they're like, oh, that's not a prophecy, right? That, that's not a prophecy. That's just a blessing, you know. And and I'll what. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, yes. Um, so, uh, so it's going to be uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Amazing. But, and ble uh, um, blessings are so powerful, so powerful. They're yes. they're this um, the word for blessing in Hebrew, a brecha, a blessing. Oh, that's my name too. <laughs> but brecha, it, it, it it's right. a source. <laughs> yeah, it's a spring. It's a source of of blessing like a spring is that's a brecha is a spring okay. and that's it's like the Good. source of blessing so it's it's amazing it's it, blessings are incredibly powerful that sounds like an amazing paper that you're writing yeah that's terrific <laughs> well, and thank you thank you you know, well, you know uh, oh go ahead uh -huh. please go no no you no, go well, ahead um so what i wanted Lady to Church. say is that yeah, okay. One thing I love sharing about is the pleasure ladder, and that is very much based on Kabbalistic teachings, ancient mystical teachings, which 
most people don't know about. And yet it's what we need. We all need this information to really thrive in life. It's extremely helpful nowadays. And um, one of my teachers, one of my main teachers, Rabbi Noah Weinberg, he, he put it in such a way that is readily understandable. It's what really what changed my life and how I, how I became a person that got over addictions and began to really enjoy life again. Yeah. Great. That's, uh, no, it's, it's, uh, it's awesome. Um, yeah, I was going to uh, just uh, start talking about, well, it's a great, uh, great thing because it's time to start talking about you. Forget about me. <laughs> it's, it's, it, we're all connected. But, uh, we're all connected. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yep, we are indeed. Yeah, and uh, you talk about the pleasure ladder, and that's uh, available on your website. Uh, just so people know, it's getsbookshop.com. Uh, G-O-E-T-Z bookshop.com. I'll put the link in the, uh, um, in the, in the description so people can find it, but Thank uh, you. Um, you can find the pleasure ladder there. And, uh, um, and of course it asks for you to, uh, to sign up, uh, for, uh, for the, uh, the, um, the, the newsletter, I guess, and exactly. uh, um, become a it, member. Exactly. Yes. Do you, do you, did you end up downloading yeah. it? Do you have a copy of that chart? No. I do, think do you, so. Okay, great. I think great. I downloaded it last time. It sounds like it, but if but, not, uh, no. I'm, this is not it. Uh, this is just the basic, the basic five levels. The chart that you can download okay. for free, it goes into more depth. But this is so important for everybody. Like the lowest level on is five levels on the pleasure ladder. And they correspond to our five fingers. Why? We have the power to bring lasting pleasure into our lives at any moment. So it's when we recognize that, then we don't go into the addictions that we have. It's from feeling like we're not in control. We're fearful. There's a scarcity in this world. We feel like, Everything happens to us randomly. There's no plan involved. You know, we feel, and we don't feel in control of our own selves as well. When we recognize that we, we have an inner goodness that we can count on and that we can count and trust in this world, that it's designed for our ultimate benefit, that changes everything. So... So once we recognize that we take back the power and we, that we've, that we've basically, we've given the power to our fears. That's where we put our power and our energy. When we take it back, then we're able to have a much more joyful life. Yeah. So, so this pleasure ladder, it's, it corresponds to our five fingers, but it also corresponds to the five levels of the human soul. We have five levels of the human soul, and these are the five levels of pleasure that correspond. So the lowest level of the soul is the part of the soul that's connected to our bodies. So when this is the part, anything, any natural physical pleasure 
that we experience and when we experience it with gratitude it it nourishes both our body and our soul so that would be like any any natural healthy food that was designed for our benefit um exercising swimming yoga gardening um running dancing all of these things give us pleasure and um music and being in nature spending time in nature all all these natural pleasures they when we experience them with gratitude we uplift our bodies and our souls so it's it's amazing we have that power this is also how we can overcome addictions because with an addiction we get stuck in a physical thing without experiencing gratitude we we we're stuck there um yes. and we just it just brings temporary comfort in order to get lasting pleasure then we add in the gratitude so that's right. physical pleasures and that the the pleasure the level above that is love and when you think of love you think how could that be empowering it's dependent on somebody else being in your life but this understanding of love is when you focus on another's virtues you come out of yourself and focus on another so um here you're relating to another thing a physical thing here you're relating to another being and this brings even more connection because when you're in an addiction or when you're depressed or anxious you feel estrangement you feel cut off from others you you feel disconnection so this brings you connection even to an orange like i love to talk about an orange because it's just one little thing and oranges are like all fruit in the beginning they're green you know when they're attached to the tree because they're camouflaged in with the leaves until they're ready for us and then i'm ready that they call to us because they become bright and beautiful beautiful bright colors that's when they tell us they're ready and so they're beautiful to look at they smell beautiful and then you taste them and they're sweet and delicious and like with an orange the juiciness it's kept in for months from the peel the peel it's individually packaged and the juiciness is kept in and when you finish the orange you're left with the seeds which are designed to go back into the earth and become an mm -hmm. infinite amount of trees and more oranges it just replenishes itself it's like the most amazing thing just one orange you know so so that's yeah. that that's experiencing <laughs> it with gratitude yeah do, yeah. do you want me to should yeah, i gratitude keep... is so important if you yeah. if you like you can we can go uh you can go through all of them okay here we go so then the but next the, level yeah. up each level up brings more connection so what 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 brings us even greater pleasure meaning doing something meaningful in the world good and meaningful so i was on another show and the the the, the host said that 
he was feeling lonely and he he ate two slices of pizza and he's about to plow through the whole rest of the box by himself and the neighbor <laughs> yeah a neighbor knocks on the door he helps his neighbor for two minutes his neighbor needs help when he comes back in he doesn't want the pizza anymore what happened two minutes later he filled up he filled up doing something good and meaningful for someone else and he put the rest of the pizza in the fridge for another day that's how we all are you know we we try to get lasting pleasure we we stuff our faces because it's pleasurable and we want the pleasure to keep lasting when we realize there's an abundance of ways to bring pleasure into our lives then we don't have to get stuck on just simply overeating or whatever other addiction we have, you know? So um, this is surprising. What's, what's more pleasurable than doing something meaningful is, is, is creativity. So, but you'll notice when you are being creative, you don't feel like sleeping or eating. You're in a zone where like time doesn't matter. You know, it's like such a high. We get on an incredible high when we're being creative. We're putting a unique part of ourselves into the world. Like when we're doing something meaningful, we're putting ourselves out into the world. We're connecting. But when we're being creative, it's a unique part of ourselves that we're bringing out. And it's a tremendously high pleasure. So the highest pleasure of all is called transcendence. It's, it's when we when we transcend our own limitations, like we make that first crack in a bad habit or an addiction, we, we transcend who we used to be and become even greater. And also we are connecting to source energy, the source of all, the almighty. And like under a starry sky at night, we feel that connection to transcendence, we we know we're a part of something much greater than us. So transcendence is lifting the veils of separation, connecting with everybody and everything and source energy, becoming aware of that connection. So this is the pleasure ladder, and it shows you that there's an abundance of ways to bring pleasure into our lives at any minute. When we realize that, we can overcome that sense of scarcity that gets us stuck in depression, anxiety, yeah. addictions, whatever, because it gives us power back to bring pleasure into our lives. Yeah. Um, you know, I myself, I, uh, I struggle with, uh, with major depression. Um, I was diagnosed several years ago and, uh, um, you know, and, and have made it a public uh, thing on my journey. Um, but, uh, um, you know, I learned a long time ago that gratitude is so very important. It, um, it's, it's like a first step outside of yourself. Exactly. Um, because, uh, and, and caring about, caring about others and, and interacting with them um, is, is like the next, you know, definitely, uh, the next step on that because it takes exactly. you outside of yourself. 
Exactly. You know, if you're feeling lonely or sad, you need to be outside of yourself. You're you're you know you're getting inside yourself and 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 just staying there and you're stuck. But yes. uh, um, but yeah, once you can get outside of yourself, then you find that that the joy of life uh, starts uh, um, you know starts uh, starts making its effect. Exactly. You know, so uh, I can definitely see uh, see that, and and the and the ultimate, of course, on that ladder is. And you're so right. It's uh, it's the ultimate the ultimate uh, expression of being outside of yourself is to be with God. Is to uh, is to be with the Almighty, and uh, um, you know, and uh, and transcend uh, this life that we have. It, exactly. It's the unconditional love that we all deeply crave. We, um, like when we overeat, it's not that we're physically hungry. Right. Our souls are genuinely hungry. That's what I learned. In fact, that's what my memoir is now called. It's called Nourish the Soul, Filling the Emptiness Within. It's, it's my journey this is the only book I wrote for adults because I didn't really write it. I compiled it from my actual diaries and, and then I called them journals when I got older and letters and I filled in missing pieces and you can, you could actually like a documentary, see me slowly developing the food addictions and then healing. And it's like a person goes along with me into the depth of the pain and how embarrassing and shameful you feel when you're in an addiction and just how awesomely wonderful it is when you heal so like you were saying um in depression that's what it is too we feel isolated we feel alone feeling alone so this is the opposite of aloneness the complete connection you know and each level up we are actually emulating that cosmic oneness that exists we're actually emulating the almighty more and more as we get each higher level of pleasure from the creation of the physical world to the creation of beings and this amazing world of creativity. It's, it's it, to climb the ladder, like you were saying, there's only one price to pay and that is gratitude. There's nothing to lose because all you gain from gratitude is joy and it's the actual secret to happiness. Gratitude is the secret no. to happiness and it's really we were created just for that reason to enjoy this world in gratitude and we've gone really far off course but we can come back at any moment yes yeah yes uh something i've encouraged people uh, to do before is to uh, when you wake up in the morning to write a gratitude list where you write down 10 things that you're thankful for wow. and uh, um, and it can be anything it can even be the same things that you wrote down the day before but uh, um, but by writing it down it makes it real and uh, um, and it, it's a great way to jump start the day to uh, um, to write down that gratitude list and uh, and look back at it and uh, and see how uh, how what you've been grateful for has changed over time and uh, um, 
and maybe even get be able to get reminded of things that you were grateful for before that you'd forgotten about. But, Beautiful. Uh, well, I wanted to say uh, the new edition of Nourish the Soul is available on uh, um, on Get's Bookshop. Of course, yeah. the uh, um, Get'sBookshop.com, and uh, um, so you can uh, you can get that there. Uh, along with uh, along with all of other Brock's uh, books, that's uh, there's quite a uh, quite a list of them, and uh, um, and also uh, definitely uh, head over there. The links in the uh, description in the description here, so uh, so you can find it really easily. But, Thank uh, you so um, much. But yeah, because um, see, my oh, goal my, my goal is to teach happiness skills to children as young as possible. Mm -hmm. Then they don't have sure. to play catch up like us. We learned along the uh -huh. way. But if we had gotten these skills early on in life, could you imagine? There's so much more we could oh, accomplish, yeah. so much more joy that we could spread. So all of my books, what they all have in common is helping souls to shine. But to help children's souls to shine as early and possible as, as early as possible in life, that is what I do. So, and it's also important to have a healthy body that helps your soul to shine. So, like when I was at Harvard, I was um, taking courses even as an undergraduate at Harvard Medical School and the School of Public Health. So I love public health. So like. One of my books I wrote during the pandemic is Let's Stay Healthy. This book explains why, because parents were asking me, my children are like just eating junk and they are not going to sleep and they're not exercising. So can you explain why it's important? So that's what I'm explaining. If you want your soul to shine fully, Having a healthy body is super important, and children want to understand that. They love understanding why. And um, other books, like I have books about the prevention of abuse. Th those are actually like the most popular books, which I never would have expected to happen. But children love the guidelines. Wow. They feel safe and secure in the world when they know better how to interact. So like hundreds of thousands of copies of those books have been sold. And I get calls from parents that they save children's lives. So it's super important. And I even have books about swimming safely. Yeah, like it's really important. Mm -hmm. Safety safety is like bottom line important. And you could build on your joy yeah. from that level up. But But that's important because if a child is abused or neglected, it puts a covering over the soul. So they like a soul, a soul shines so brightly, but when, when abuse happens or neglect, it puts a covering. So you can't feel your soul shining. And so you need help to remove these layers of protection that you've put on. And you also need to nourish your soul from within. And that's what these pleasures do. This is how you bring loving kindness back into your life through recognizing all the ways that you we are being loved every single day, even through an orange. You know, there it's like 
and and like with love, like if a person is in prison, they could in solitary confinement, they can still focus on like what a grandmother once did for them. And they'll be uplifted emotionally and feel that warm emotional feeling of love without even being in the presence of anybody. And it, that can inspire them to be a better person. It's available. And an addiction, an addiction is like being in prison. But the walls are made up of our thoughts. And we have the key to get out, but we don't know it. We don't realize it until we learn right. the the ancient wisdom that can teach us how to get out. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and I hadn't thought about it until just now, but, uh, um, but to experience joy and love, oh, I thought about it with love before, but, uh, um, but to experience joy and, and love and things like that, the positive thing, you must be vulnerable to, hmm. uh, to, to pain because you have to reach out to others. And Beautiful. others are really good at at hurting you. Um, wow. You know that's it's just where you know us human beings are really uh, are really good at hurting each other, and uh, um, and so uh, you know it's like we don't want to be vulnerable vulnerable, but we have to be if we want to experience that joy and love in life. And uh, um, you know I've I've done it plenty of times before, <laughs> and I'm sure I'll do it again. You you'll but, do what uh, what wait but, what know, is it what is it that you'll do again? Make, make my get make myself vulnerable and get hurt. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. But the more the more you feel empowered, then the hurt mm -hmm. doesn't go to such a level. It doesn't go to the same degree. The more no. that we um, the more that we nourish ourselves with gratitude then when we get hurt, it doesn't stab as deeply. It can actually bounce off more as we gain that, that right. the, the aura of gratitude around us. It, it kind of it helps us tremendously in, in, in not getting as wounded as before. Yes. Right. 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 And the, and the more of a, uh, of a, of a social structure that we can build up around ourselves of people who are positive, you know, yes. having, having positive people in our lives yes. that helps, uh, that helps protect ourselves too, without becoming, you know, without putting up shields and, and, and walls and, uh, and such, um, Beautiful. You know, having, uh, having a, a structure of, uh, of support, um, you know, will, uh, will definitely help you with that. That is a great point. And, and the, we can choose more and more positive people as we ourselves feel worthy. Because when we feel an unworthiness about us, we choose people that match that and continue to make us feel unworthy. But when we feel worthy through these gratitude experiences, pouring them in, in other words, pour the joy in, savor the joy, and then we feel compassion. We are giving ourselves self-compassion when we experience all these pleasures. The more we do that, the less we want to experience um, 
neg negativity, you know? So then we don't let that negativity in as much. In fact, we become more and more open to experiencing positive experiences. And um, it, it, because we all have an inner critic and like the more abusive a, a person's childhood was, the more severe that critic is. But we all have a critic. That voice all day long is saying, you're lacking this, you're missing this. Oh, don't be happy. Don't be happy. Now, look at this. We look for what we're lacking. And this is totally natural. And when we recognize that everybody has a voice like that in our heads and that it's natural, then we can be empowered to overcome it. So my newest book for children is called Don't Read This Book. This book, it took me- <laughs> Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> yep. It took me 30 years to write this book because I had the idea, oh, wow. I, had, I had the title, I had most of the book written, but I didn't feel it was ready for children. I said, there's something, there's something scary about it. There's something, it's not complete. And last year, I finally got the surprise ending because I didn't have this piece of wisdom yet. Here is it. The surprise ending is this. That voice inside your head that's telling you, that's trying to get you miserable all day long, that voice is also from God. God put that voice inside of us. It really doesn't want us to listen to it. It really, see, this book was written by that voice. The voice is saying, don't read this book. I don't want you to find out my tricks because then you'll be able to overpower me and out trick me. So, but at the end of the book, it tells you, the voice says, I really wanted you to read the book. I really did because I too am a messenger from God. And the reason I exist is for you to push me off. So you gain gratitude muscles every time you push away that voice. The voice is saying, oh, but you're missing this. You're lacking that. It gets you to focus on what you're lacking. When you push it off, that's how you grow your gratitude muscles. And if children learn this early on, their whole life, they've got the tools they need to have a joyful life. And we could get it later on in life, but, it, but it's awesome to teach this to children. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes, teach a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he will not stray from it. Yeah, there you go. Ancient, ancient wisdom that is completely true today. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Little, uh, little, little proverbs there. Yes. Um, but, yes. Uh, um, but yeah, um, no, this is uh, this is great. Um, what was the first book you wrote? <laughs> I wrote know, a book. We know the last book you wrote. The first book I wrote. When I just began living in Israel, I was married with little children and I sat outside. I lived in a caravan back then, lived in a caravan, like a trailer. Okay. And right. I wrote a book when my children were playing outside and I put it in an envelope. Oh, I didn't type it up. 
no computer. I put it in an envelope. I mailed it to America. And six weeks later, I got a message back, a letter back that my book was accepted. And I was like, whoa, this is how you write a children's book. I could do it. I was so excited. So that was, <laughs> that was the beginning. Yeah. And so it started way back then when my children were little. And now, now I have old grandchildren already, you know, they're like adults. So it's real, it's been a long way. Yeah. 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 That has been, uh, um, quite a, quite a journey. Um, what, uh, what keeps you going? Uh, what, uh, what inspires you to write more books? <laughs> okay. I think Kurt Vonnegut said this, Oh, it's easy to write a book. You just, cut open a vein and bleed. That's how it feels. <laughs> it's, it's really, it's coming from my inner core. When I get an idea for a book that has to be written, I feel, oh my gosh, there's no choice. I gotta write this. It's gotta be in the world. It's all, it's coming just from a desire that I wanna help other souls to shine. I feel so blessed that I was able to get my soul nourished and I want to help other people. So my books all have like really deep messages that I, 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 I try to convey in a, a really joyful way so that children can readily absorb them. And so that's what's happened. That's my motivation. And my motivation is the feedback that I get from so many children and parents even teenagers, they'll tell me they pick up the books when no one's looking, you know, and, and they, they, they get the messages too. Yeah. That's so. great. That is, uh, that is wonderful. And of course, uh, all these books, uh, all these wonderful books can be uh, found on getsbookshop.com. Uh, the link's in the description, um, just in case, but, uh, um, and you can find all sorts of stuff about, uh, um, about, uh, about Bracca and her books and, um, there are workshops and, uh, um, yeah, actually I was curious about, uh, about that. Uh, um, let's see, you, have, oh, okay. That, that was something you did over the summer. Um, I, I are, love, do you have any, I, uh, any more workshops planned or. I'm going to be doing in Israel also, but I, I, I love doing on zoom and in person in on zoom. Oh, great. I, on Zoom, I fly all over the world, just sitting right here. I go to India, to Africa, to Australia, to Europe, and I do presentations for all different ages, all kinds of people, every different religion. I love it. It's like a tremendous joy. And I think podcasts are like the greatest because I've met so many different kinds of people and also I recognize how we're all, we all share such basic, similar, such a basic, similar essence amongst us. We all down deep want the same things and it just brings such a sense of unity. Um, so podcasts are amazing in that way too, because, um, you sit right here and you get to connect with a person anywhere in the world, which I love. Yeah. Yep. And of course, uh, of course now I'm two hours closer to you. So, <laughs> yes. cause, uh, cause I moved two hours, uh, two hours to the East. 
Yes. Uh, <laughs> Wonderful. Maybe maybe one day I'll get to Israel. One of I these hope days. So. I hope so. <laughs> it's, it's a spiritual vortex. Like, people don't mm -hmm. realize Israel is in the news so much. It's a tiny, tiny yeah. place. It's so small. It's smaller than the state of New Jersey. You would think it was someplace right. big, but, but it's tiny. And it's a miracle. It's a miracle that we have this Jewish homeland because we are surrounded. The Middle East is 99.6%. And then this this 1.4% is Israel. So how we exist surrounded by really nations that really don't want it to be a Jewish homeland is, is, is a miracle. It's totally a miracle that we're, that we're here and that we're it thriving. Is. There's no way to explain it logically at all. Yeah. 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 Uh, well, some of the best things uh, in life can't be explained logically. Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> you to, yeah. Uh, you have to go to miracles. It's true. You know, and so, we, but, we, uh, we, we mm -hmm. want to live in peace. We want to live in peace with all right. of our, all of our Arab cousins. There are cousins, you know, um, but yeah. it, so we really hope that can happen and that we can all live together peacefully. Yeah. One day peace shall come, but, uh, um, Thank but yeah, um, no, this has been great. Uh, you're you're a wonderful guest, uh, Bracca, and uh, um, and I'm glad to have you. But uh, um, we've uh, I, I think uh, we've uh, given enough to the good people out there to uh, for for one day. Don't want to don't want to spend it all uh, spend it all in one place. But uh, I want to thank you again for uh, for being on the show, even though I know it's late. Um, and uh, when I ask you, do you have any final words for the nice people? Oh gosh, okay. Um, like, like if you have a problem with overeating or something, identify what brings you more pleasure than eating. Let's say, let's say you're overeating something. As you're doing that, say to yourself, "Is it my body that's hungry or my soul?" Because you will know. Mm. It's not your body. Your soul wants pleasure. Give it pleasure. There's infinite amount of ways to do it. Pour in the joy. You have the power to do that. Okay, great. And uh, I also want to thank uh, thank the nice people for uh, tuning in, um, whether uh, whether that's on video or audio. And uh, um, I want to remind you, uh, stay safe out there. Remember to wash your hands and watch the ending credits. Thank you all for tuning in. This has been a presentation of Bald Spots Productions. I'd like to thank our producer, my beloved mother, Eileen Hatch. I, of course, am your humble host. I'd like to thank my special guest for today, Bracca Gatz. Support the show if you feel so led over on Patreon.com. We're known as Bald Spots Pro. Don't you dare miss YWL Online. You can find us on Facebook, YouTube, and wherever fine podcasts are offered. Be sure to tune in next time when my special guests will be Amanda Doolin and her friend, Chad the Dad. 
Be sure to like, comment, and share. You know, subscribe, follow, whatever it is you've got to do to kick that algorithm into gear and help us reach more people. If you or someone you know needs support now, call or text 988 or chat 988lifeline.org. That is the Suicide and Crisis Lifeline here in the United States.